welcome to the journey. It's a pleasure and an honor to be your host. My name is Leslie Wynn. And this evening on the journey, it's a privilege to have Mr. Anthony Bolland, a man of many talents and gifts. Tonight, I will definitely allow Mr. Bolland to introduce himself, but first, I'd like to introduce his book, a great book, by the way. It's called Walk. You step differently knowing who you are. Wanted to make sure I had that right, Mr. Anthony. Um, so yes, Anthony, first off, I'd like for you to kind of just take this moment. You have the spotlight, share with us who Anthony is, and, um, and we'll take it from there. Um, thank you so much, Leslie, and such a privilege to be here um, to share this time with you all. Um, so, well, my name is Anthony Dolan, and um, I have a stage name. It's, it's pronounced Christlik. Um, it's actually spelled like Christ-like, but there's an E between Christ and like, right? But um, it comes from the African language, um, which simply means Christian, right? Um, which is what I actually aspire to work into of the character that I work towards, right? Um, so I am a singer, songwriter, um, playwright, um, director. Um, I'm also an educator in a public school um, in Trinidad and Tobago, where I live presently. And um, it's, it's such a, a privilege to be in that type of institution. I get the opportunity to really work with, um, with young people, fabulous, fascinating um, young people. And I'm also the husband of a beautiful young woman named Patrice. I refer to her as the lioness. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, as I have a, I have a affinity with um, the lion, so I refer to her as my lioness. And then I have three beautiful cubs, <laughs> Anya, Alexia, and Amaya. Yeah, so, and they are my pride and joy and the reason why I work so hard. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. So are, do you have three girls then? Yes, it's three girls, three girls. Very neat, very neat. So three future lionesses. Oh yeah, definitely. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Pretty awesome. So Anthony, I'd like to know, um, being that this is you know, the journey, I'd like to know something, uh, a little bit about what brought you to this place in your life. So go as far back as you'd like, but we'd like to learn about you. Um, well, I'll try and, um, it, it, I, I don't want to sell out my age. <laughs> But to condense, uh, you know, three or four generations, um, you know, into a couple seconds is really hard because it's so much, you know. But um, I can simply say that my life has really been a, a journey of learning at, at so many different stages in my life. Um, I grew up with just my mother. Um, my father was, I wouldn't say he was an absent father, but he wasn't our resident father, so he didn't live with us. Um, but so I grew up with my mom and I had eight siblings and um, we grew up with this strong, powerful woman, um, you know, guiding us through our lives and um, providing for us, protecting us and making sure that she gave us all that we needed uh, to be the best of who we can be in life. I'm so grateful for her. Um, wow. She passed away in, um, in 2014 and that was, um, that was a really challenge in my life because so knowing her for so many years and having such a, fa a fabulous relationship with her, even up to that time, I would still go by her, like literally like spend evenings with her, just me and her, go take a drive with her, go by the beach and stuff. So we had a really, really wonderful relationship. And uh, wow. 2014 was tough 
Um, but I thank God for, you know, keeping me and for all of the lessons that he has given me, you know. So, um, as I said, you know, growing up without having a resident father, it did pose some challenges personally for me um, as a young man looking for an image to um, kind of, you know, to, to kind of bounce off, you know, and get a feel as to what it is to be a man. Um, I mean, my mom would have done her best. She would have given us, you know, songs, values, and, and really um, solid teachings on principles and morals and stuff. But, you know, as a man, you, you only want you only kind of get that from that perspective, you know, from that angle in life. Yeah. And, uh, not having a resident father did pose a challenge for me. Um, but, you know, all the same, we, we still, we do have a very, very um, good relationship, me and my father and I. And um, along the way, you know, I kind of came to certain realities that, you know, as a man, you know, as a human being, uh, we all make mistakes. And, um, you know, I, I, I didn't hold on to that, um, that shortcoming on his end and try, you know, to keep that, keep us, make that cause a, a bitterness between us, you know. But um, throughout all of this journey, I have really been searching to understand who I am as an individual. And that, that you know, seeking that information really has brought me to a place of coming into contact with God, who really brought me to who I am, you know. It's one of the, the, the foundations for the book that I wrote, which is, as you shared earlier on, walk, you step differently knowing who you are, because um, he really exposed me to who I am as an individual through his eyes, you know, being the maker, being the one that actually created me. And um, that really started to influence and impact upon every single thing that I do, the way that I interact with people, the way that I see life, the way that I um, treat with relationships of all types, you know, the way that I even, you know, take care of myself. It's, it's so much, you know, but um, those are some of the fundamental things that um, I, I would say that really kind of influence me as an individual throughout my journey and where I am presently today. Yeah. Wow. Thank you so much for that insight. Now, before we dive in and we start to eat this, the, the good meat that's in this book, <laughs> where can our listeners... Definitely. Where can our listeners find your book? Where can they find Walk? Uh, presently, it's, it is on Amazon, right? There is a um, there's the paperback version, and there is also an ebook version because I know some people some people like you know to still have that hard copy in their hand that they can you know they can mark up and kind of stuff. Um, but then you know you have the real techies that just love stuff online. So both versions <laughs> are available, you know, um, as it is right now. So that's 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 the that's the place that you can um, access it. It's on Amazon, paperback, and ebook version. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. So, um, before we dive into the book, you touched on something that it really hit home to me, and that was the fact that you said, you know, growing up that your mom was she was she played an integral role in your in your development in your life and you learning who who you were and you talked about you know the challenges that you faced being that you know you didn't have a man necessarily in the home to mirror um would you say that that contributed to your your reason for writing this book and if 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 so how so um definitely um but first and foremost, because of the fact that my my mother um, was such a strong woman, um, I I got a lot of my a lot of my personality from her, 
you know, I, you know, people always tell me, you know, you have such a, you're, you're so strong-minded, you know, and then say, you know, sometimes they use other words like stubborn, <laughs> you know, but it's just another, another term for being um, strong-minded, right? <laughs> but um, I, I got that from her because, you know, I think that, you know, after all of her experiences, she came to a place and realized, that, you know, she understood exactly who she was and what she needed to do in life. So she took care of us. She made sure that she provided for us. She made sure that we got a, a, a solid um, education. And I, and when I say education, I'm not just simply meaning that, you know, we, we all, you know, went to school and university. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that being a part of it, but making sure that we had strong morals and ethical training for, for, for life and for living as well. You wow. know, so that definitely was one of the um, things that influenced um, the, this work in the book. And then also the absence of my father, um, that search for an image um, definitely contributed to me when I found, when I found out that, you know, there was actually in me at some point in my, my teenage years, there was actually this search for this male figure. And someone actually told me, they say, listen, there's a, there's a bitterness that is in you. I, am, I wasn't even seeing it because I believe that, you know, I wasn't even considering or taking on the fact that my father wasn't present. But there is this person that is actually telling me, listen, there's a little bitterness in you that you're probably not seeing, but you need to just go to your father and tell him, listen, I'm still, uh, I forgive you. And I'm like, what, what am I going to tell him I'm, I forgive you for? You know, I'm not even taking him on. But, you know, they, they press until I, I actually did it. And when I did it released me. It actually caused me to become free because I, as I said, it, that caused me to realize that as a human being, we all make mistakes and this is one of his shortcomings. And when I, those type of information throughout my life made me really appreciate what it means to be human and mm -hmm. this whole process of learning um, about who I am as an individual. I started asking questions about his family, trying to find out you know, my my like my lineage and someone this and you know because I knew more of my moment you know yeah. and those, so those things those things already contributed to um to this moment and apart from that I mean this is like the ma the major part is really where that connection with God that connect that connecting with with my Creator and really getting into contact with all of this stuff that is happening in life and seeing how it it, it connects to the fact that. God was in the middle, in the middle of all of, of, of it all. You know, he was never absent. And then wow. he came somewhere along the way. <laughs> you know, he was actually there from, you know, from inception throughout all these struggles. He was there. So yeah. Yep, definitely. So those things really wow. have been a part of it. Yeah. It's amazing how God works, even in the middle of things that we don't understand. That's thank you for sharing that. So I see that you are a singer, a songwriter, a poet, a playwright, a director, a philanthropist, and you also have another book that um, I will also give you some time toward the end of the, of the interview to discuss. Okay. Um, let's dive into the book. Um, so as I was reading the book, um, I saw a lot about the kingdom. And I just wanna make sure that everyone listening knows what you're talking about, because I'm sure that there are some who may not know what you're talking about when you make analogies and you talk, and how, how does the kingdom um, play a role in you knowing who you are? Um, one of the things that uh, very early in my, in my time of being a believer and following after the teachings of Christ is that 
I came into contact with this, this idea of a kingdom. Um, I got exposed to one of my favorite teachers, Mike Monroe, and some of his material. And so apart from just my time reading the Bible, his material kind of really focused on understanding this kingdom. And I'm like, kingdom, 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 kingdom is just there in my face all the time. So I spent a lot of time trying to understand what is a kingdom and then what does it mean to be a part of a kingdom, you know? And it, it, really, it really interferes with what we know as life what we what we know as life now because for many of us we would have grown up probably some in, in times of independence and countries battling for independence and you know we've been post those times so we don't know what it is to be uh, taken care of as a country by another sovereign you know another country would have fought for their own independence and stuff so mm-hmm. the thing is that when you come into contact with the eyes of a kingdom this is this this sovereign ruler who has um who, who is not subjected to anyone saying, well, okay, we want you now, we don't want you now, <laughs> you know, he is the sovereign and he, you know, whatever he, however he dictates, you know, however she dictates, I mean, you because we had queens, right? That, that is how, you know, how things go. Um, and coming into the understanding, coming to that knowledge and coming to the kingdom of God, I started to realize that God being a good God, you know, that his intention for us is always good. So throughout life, with everything that is happening, his intention continues to be good. Yeah. So he would allow certain things to happen, but not that he's allowing it to happen because he is not concerned about us, but that he's going to use it in the, in the mix of everything that he has set out for your life as an individual to help you to get to that place. So first and foremost, being a part of the kingdom, you know that there's this good king looking after me. That was enough for me to smile every single day, <laughs> you know, wow. because it's, 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 you know that you're taken care of, you're, you're being looked after, you're going to be protected, you're going to be provided for, you know, and that's the beauty of the kingdom. And, and the thing is that this kingdom is real. It's, it's not as if it's, it's something that is fictional, it's not as if it's something that is in a story, and not as if it's, it's, it's not tangible. You can you can actually experience what it means to be a part of this kingdom, this kingdom of God, and, and we let it operate, you know? Yeah. Amazing. So I did, um, I did mention that you were, you were a teacher and you have a wealth of knowledge and insight, even with regard to things of the kingdom and just life in, in it of itself because of your own life experiences. How have your experiences and your exposure to the kingdom of God, how have those things impacted you as a teacher and how you relate with your students? Um, one of the things about the kingdom is that it helps you to recognize that everyone is equal. Everyone has value, everyone has worth, and everyone has a role. In, in the whole scheme of the kingdom. And, and that knowledge, I take that knowledge and I, I transfer that knowledge in the way that I deal with, with students. So I see each student as valuable. Sometimes, even though they're difficult, <laughs> even though <they're, laughs> they might be a challenge, you know, um, but they have value. Yeah. And, and just as, just as for, for many of us on the journey um, of, of coming to terms with who we are, there are things in our lives that we, you know, we have to polish off, we have to grind out those things that are not going to be, you know, positively help you 
go where you want to go. Um, you know, it's the same thing. I so when I when I look at a, a student, I see that I just see potential. I see, you know, I see greatness. I see um, so much of, of of value that they can bring to the world. That I I treat with them from that perspective. So sometimes I am talking with with twelve and thirteen year old, and I'm telling them, listen, you know, our country needs the wisdom and the and 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 the advice that you all have in terms of what can be done to help make the country better. And you know, some 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 of them that might just fly over their head, <laughs> you know, but but then there may be someone that is like, wow, that are you serious? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not even telling them like their own community. I'm telling them like literally the, the nation. And I'm not just I'm not saying that to, to give them some sort of esteem boost. I'm I'm honestly I'm honestly expressing what I think and what I feel about them in terms of what they actually can bring uh, to the table and to the country and the needs that the they, the country has for their in, input, you know. And um, so that that really kind of just kind of governs the way that I deal with them from that standpoint, their value, their worth, yeah. Absolutely. I love the fact that you, because a lot of the times kids at that age, if you just come, what I've noticed at least with my, my kids, and maybe it's because I'm mom, what I notice is if you just say, you know, you're really smart or you're really this, some kids may be receptive to that, but others may think that you're just, like you said, you're just trying to boost their esteem. And if they really don't feel that great about themselves, they may not be as receptive. But I love the way that you said your approach oftentimes is, you know, our country needs minds like you, because it's like, especially as a man, that coming from a man, because there are so many kids who don't have their dad, hearing someone say you're needed because we need your mind in this nation. I'm sure that you've impacted many people with just that. So I salute you for that. Kudos. Um, okay, so um, I'd like to talk about um, there's something that you mentioned in, in your book where you talked about the importance, and you touched on it just now, the importance of loving people as they are, but not leaving them as they are. I'd like for you to, to kind of give us some more about that, because I really like that. All right, could, could you just repeat that one more time for me? Absolutely, no problem. So I remember um, in the book, you talked about loving people as they are. And we discussed about the fact that it's important for us to love everyone as they are, because like you said, everyone has worth. But you also talked about the fact that that doesn't mean we should leave them as they are. And I'd like to hear some more about that. What meaning, how do you support that? How would you support that and uh, as, as truth? Because I do agree, but I'd like, you know, I'd like to hear more about that. If you'd like, I can repeat it. It's okay. I don't mind. No, it's okay. It's okay. Anthony is joining us from Trinidad. So, you know, technology is technology, uh, but he is joining us from a long way. So absolutely no problem. Um, there's, there's, you touched on the book in the book about the fact that we should love people as they are, but that doesn't mean we should leave them as they are. And so there are many people because of whatever their views may be on different topics, they may disagree. But how would you convince someone of that or, or what would be your basis for saying that? 
Um, I think one one of the things that we we oftentimes realize that when it comes to um, the the kingdom, our kingdom is it's it's first and foremost all embracing. So first and foremost, our some of our cultural differences, um, you know, tend to create these these division among ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, in a kingdom, a kingdom when I, when you think about a kingdom, a kingdom embraces all various types of culture, all various types of people. Now, when when I'm relating this now to the kingdom of God, um, God identifies um, himself as love. That's that's actually his, his that's his personification. He is the personification of love. His embodiment is love. So everything that he does comes out of love, right? Um, with that reality, everything the way that he treats with us is going to be based on that because he's, there is no separation from him and his character, right? So with 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 that, knowing Papa that he in his word he said that he gave his only begotten son. Um, so that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. He, for he so loved the world that he gave his son that now I, 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 in connecting those dots, it helps me to realize, okay, he loves me for who I am, but his love for who I am does not mean that he's going to leave me in a condition that is not what he wants me to be. So that it's is something that he, he meets me at a point, yeah, he, he meets me at a point in my life and he lets me know that he, there is no discriminating against who I am presently. However, there is a particular person that he has in mind that he, he created me to be. Uh, and that is where he wants to take me. Yeah, you know? Bingo. So, so, I love it. <laughs> so, 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 so that's, that's the beauty. That's the beauty of the love that he, that he, he has. So it doesn't matter. He's not concerned about um you know in some cases you know whether you're, you're all tattooed on or you've been an angel from since birth um he he, he identifies with who we who we are at, at the junction point in time that he meets with us and then he takes us through that 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 little process and that little journey to exactly where he wants us to be you know i, and, I mean that is that is the reason why i <laughs> And, you know, the thing, and that's, that's the thing about it, that if you really, if you really recognize that, um, you know, God has, God has, God doesn't, you know, he has no, he has no, he doesn't, he has no uh, hierarchy. He has no way of differentiating people. He has no, like what we do in our, in our, in our humanness. We always find yeah. these little things to try and create separation. God is, God sees us one way. That's his it. creation, his beloved creation, his the people that he wants us to be, and and that is how he approaches us, you know. And I mean, so I mean, just thinking about that, that should make anybody smile. That should make. Any... I totally agree. It makes me smile now. Of God because, <laughs> I mean, when you come into a, a community, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I love it. And what I love about what was just said is that, and we still are going to touch on different things that you spoke about in the book because it's important. But what you just said right there to me wrapped up the book. Basically, it wrapped it up because like what you just said was so important. This is why. The only way that we can really know who we are 
is to know the God who made us. And you said that in the book. We have to know yeah. who, the creator in order to know who we are. And knowing who we are is not, it, it doesn't come in alignment with someone saying, oh, well, that's just the way I am. Because we don't know who God has made us until we, we get to know who he is and what his plan is for us. So I love that you said that. He loves us <laughs> just as we come to him. But our identity, our true identity is only found when we come to him and allow him to show us who we are. So kudos. I love that. <laughs> you know, Akkad, as we say to the, to the, to the manufacturer or, or the company that made him, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going to be this. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to do this. You know, this, this is why I feel like doing it. Like, no, you, you're, you're actually made with, with certain specifications, designed for a particular intent built with certain capacity and it's only when you when you get that information it's like oh okay <laughs> yeah it's that, that beautiful eureka moment like oh i get it now yeah it's so interesting how we as humans yeah you know we we are readily able to embrace that concept when it comes to the car or when it comes to some other technology that we buy and we have to use you know the guidebook but then when it comes to us it's as though we think that we are our own god <laughs> and then we want to define ourselves so i love that yeah it's just unfortunate that you know we um you see if we if we really if we really understand that when when our lives when our lives were actually started mm -hmm. however it started doesn't matter the start however our lives started that that did not interfere with the the intent for our lives it it, it, it didn't skew it it didn't contaminate it in any way you know That's so sometimes i just really like to encourage person listen your your beginning however you started it's not probably not even where you are presently is a issue for god once you come into contact with him he could realign you to exactly who he created you to be i love it that is so rich <laughs> yeah are y'all hearing that out here this is so rich and it's so it's so liberating and it i mean i just my prayer is that people will be receptive to what you're saying because it, there's so much freedom in what you're saying yeah you know? I, I hope you know? so as well absolutely it's, yeah it's, it's not the easiest thing i know for some people because um you know some people's life experiences you know has really tainted uh, you know, the image of themselves. And some of us are still, um, we're still locked into what people, how people define us, how people, you know, dictate it to us who we are, that it's hard for us to actually be free from it, you know? Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm, I'm also, I'm, I'm really hoping that if this thing could, you know, get into so many homes, you know, into so many bookshelves and stuff, because yes. it's, it's a beautiful thing for for persons to just come into contact with who they are through the eyes of God. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just want to say again that the walk is available on Amazon. Um, the ebook and the paperback is available. Okay. So get out there and, and dive into this book dive into this book there's so so much wealth in it um did you have any challenges when you were writing the walk oh yeah definitely <laughs> um i think some of the most prominent uh challenges would be one would have been uh, my psychological 
position and writing from this this new reality. Okay. Um, you know, you're you're writing from a, a perspective where you're coming into contact with God and He's giving you this amazing reality of the relationship that He you know He wants to have with you and and what it means to be a part of His family, what it means to be a part of His kingdom, and and that freedom. But you know, I'm doing that against a background of um, you know self-esteem challenges against um, you know my own history That's good. and you know saying okay how 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 do I how do I put these two things together what, what is there any truth am I just making up this thing to feel good but honestly in the book you would realize that there's a lot of me in there in that a lot of my experiences and the reason for that is because I don't want I want people to understand that this is something that I have actually experienced. This is not something that I'm just simply saying because it sounds good or that, you know, I've heard people said, but I, I am at a place literally in life where I'm so comfortable in who I am in God that it, it, I'm really, I'm not too faced, not as if I don't have the challenges sometimes still, but I'm not, I'm not faced by what people think about me or how people want to, you know, perceive me and that kind of stuff. My reality is really from what God has 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 given to me, and so that's one of the main challenges. That's a psychological um, issue of, of wrestling with that. You know, reality, what is being presented. You know, <laughs> you know yeah. that, that, that sort of stuff. You know, and then even in writing, I would have had some times where you know just I didn't know where to go. I just stopped writing. Put it down for some time i you know just shelf it and just continue my regular day you know go to work you know exercise do stuff for the family and stuff and that's you know that's self there because my mind at times you know was just probably blank and it might have been blank for several reasons it could have been because i just felt like you know it's just really really um it's just really really you know from god it's just really something that is authentic you know so this struggle um, that I had to push through. And I think it's what, what was part of the process to get me to where I am in terms of the reality that God wanted me to come to terms with, you know? So wow. definitely there, there was challenges. And it, it, I don't think that it would go because, you know, these are things that would always come to face you, you know, yeah. questions like, you know, and it might even come, it could, it could come from, a friend or a family, like, you know, you, you come to this place and like, you're looking at you like, what, what do you think? Yeah, who do you think you are? Wow. You know? And, you know, and you just have to realize that that would happen because this person or these persons are still trying to figure out who they are. Yeah. Okay. You know? And, and, cool. and so it, yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't create for me like a, a bitterness or anything like that. It's just that I realized that, okay, they are still, they're still going to work things out because, we we as humans we have a habit of um relating to people based on how we have them positioned mentally so it's like if i know you're my neighbor um i treat you just as my neighbor mm. i won't treat you as a as, as a friend because i have placed you mentally as my neighbor and that's it wow. my friend i don't treat my friend as a neighbor i treat my friend as a friend that's you understand? so we yeah, so we so we relate with people based based on these mental positionings that 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 we have of them. 
But if it is now that you have, as an individual have realized ah, and your worth and your value and you're interacting with persons who initially might have, you know, never seen you in that light, might not have seen you with that level of confidence, with that level of satisfaction in board, that level of, of appreciation of your experiences, you know, they're going to they're gonna wonder, you know, hmm, how, how do I, okay, I don't know. They said they're going to be trying to work it out. Yeah. They're be trying to work it out. Yeah. It, it sounds as though even in the process of you writing the book, that you, like you said, you were actually faced with the same question that the book was trying to answer, you know, knowing who you are, feeling comfortable with who you are. And it's like, even as you were writing the book, you know, you, you know, it, it, maybe it was spiritual warfare or just like, maybe just like you said, just inner working, working yeah. things out, learning who you are and yeah, refining. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been a, um, that, that in a turmoil because you see, again, remember, we, we can't get away from our experiences. We can't get right. away from our history, our past. And we, we definitely can't get away from the reality that it has impacted upon us. Yeah. We, we could try to, to hide from it, but what I have done is that I have I've taken time to understand what what that what that had what that did to me, what my past did to me, That's what good. the experiences did to me. And I think that helped me um, to be able to face it. You know, so the so the book that 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 book was literally like as you're saying, it's like fleshing out now the new reality this new information wow. that is here you know to, to deal with that and to show me listen yes that did happen yes your past was this yes this would have been your experiences what life was meant to be that is what not that wasn't what life was designed to be about you know excellent uh-huh so, keep going keep going i'm just agreeing <laughs> Sorry, I'm just agreeing because this is excellent. <laughs> I, I saw my... Yeah, I love this. Yeah, so you know, so, I, I, so yeah, the thing is that with 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 my struggle, um, the book kind of was there to show that it's not as if um, my life was funky dory, as they say it, or a silver spoon in my mouth. Yeah, and I, no, I I came from somewhere that would have probably that probably did and I I can I know of I know of peers of mine that that life crushed them. I know of persons that are still struggling, you know, because of our our life experiences from being young and growing up into in, in some of our um circumstances, just having a single mom and you know not being well off or whatever the case might have been. And uh, you know, still still battling with that, still battling with you know with life and and you know, thinking that life life has has you know crushed them, and so they're just trying to survive, you know. And 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 here is a, a, a God that is saying, "Listen, I've come to give you life, mm -hmm. and I came to give you life in abundance." Yeah. You know? How do yeah. I how do I put these two these two things together? You know, <laughs> struggling, but then there's a God that's saying, "I came to give you life in abundance." You know. It's and true. The, the thing is, it's all about. Where do I, yeah, where, where do I put my, my, my belief in? The one that created me and knew, knew exactly what, what he created me to be. 
or do I just subject myself to my past, my experiences, my struggles, and you know, reside in that? So, profound, profound. You're absolutely right. And that is a struggle that everyone that I know of, even myself, have had. You know, I've had that where it's okay, are you going to believe what you're seeing and what you've experienced? Or are you going to believe what God said He has for you? So thank you for sharing that. I'm telling you all, you, you need to get out and get this book and dive into it, dive deep, because uh, Anthony, he, he gets into all of this. Um, I'd like to talk about uh, morals and ethics of the kingdom. We talked about that on page 106. Um, and I, I'd actually like to let you talk about it. That's what I meant to say. Um, morals and no ethics of the kingdom. Um, one of the, I touched on various um, aspects of, of kingdom living and moral and ethics was, that was one of the areas that was really, very dear to me personally, because um, now I'm moving from, from a, a way of, of thinking and, and being um, from life experiences to what God's kingdom um, requires. So the kingdom is governed by a particular mindset, a particular, a particular attitude. And I am now expected as a kingdom citizen, just as if, you know, you go to any new country, if you migrate, you know, and you're going to live in a new country, you have to get accustomed to the culture, right? And, and culture, which, which will inform you that you live and you be and you do things. Um, it's the same thing with the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. There, there are these moral and ethical um, values that I pay attention to because it informs the way that I, I conduct myself as an individual and the way that I interact with people. So, you know, in, in, in life, we, we would say, you know, and people, when you, you follow someone or you disagree with someone, you, you tend to shun them. You, you, you want to get rid of them. You want to have nothing to do with them. But, but here, comes, here comes this kingdom with a totally different mindset that says, all right, even your very enemies, I want you to love them. I want you to do good for them. It's like, what? <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's a mental um, challenge because it's like, what, how, what my enemies? Ah. You know, it, it, in, in there, the, the, the kingdom is saying, um, when you followed with, 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 with a brother or a sister, um, don't do anything. Don't even try to communicate with, with, with God without making it right with them. And in your mind, it's like, but if I followed my brother, sister, I still go to mommy or daddy, I could still talk with them, you know? But the intention is that he's trying to show, listen, the nature of the kingdom is about community. You don't disconnect yourself from one another. And I think one, if, if, if we embrace the, the, one of the allusions that is made of, about the kingdom, it's like, it's like a body. So every, every joint has to supply to its, to its other in order for it to function. So if my, hand, if my hand is upset with my mouth, what goes on? I, I, I mean, I just bend down you know, to eat because my hand is not going to bring the food <laughs> up, right? So, so there's this, this, there's this, this harmony that takes place when the, you know, the body is not in sync, right? No, I, I know the example might sound a little bit extreme, but again, no, it's, the thing is, it's, it's what the, it's actually some of the, 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 um, the ideas that the, the kingdom presents, you know, is, and, and then apart from that, you no, know, in, 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 in the Bible, it actually talks about the fact that 
okay, if it is that the, the air says, you know, well, I'm not the eyes, so I'm not part of the body, or if the hands say I'm not the feet, I'm not part of the body. So in other words, if, if one person thinks that because I'm not like the other or the other that I have no words, you know, ma. So, so the kingdom teaches now through, through these, um, these va this value and system that everyone has worth, everyone has value, and everyone contributes to the, to the all-wrong success yeah. of the kingdom, um, you know, functioning and operating the way that it's supposed to. So that's why I said that, you know, everyone is equal. Everyone has significance. Everyone has value, you know? So, and, and, and that's what it is about. These moral and ethical um, instructions that are there is to help us come to that place of functioning with this reality that we are all valuable and we have to all consider each other. We have to all um, cherish one another look out for one another, take care of each other and stuff. And that, that, that means it has to interfere with what we would have known, what we'd have grown up hearing, what we'd have grown up seeing. And it, it, it's really a change. It's a complete change from what we would have known in life generally. That, that is so, so true. And it's, you know, from a human perspective, it's like, wow, how can that ever happen though? Because, you know, there's so much division in the world and our communities. Yeah in our countries, in our neighborhoods, and even in families. But, yeah. but God's, God is able to do that in his kingdom. Yeah. And I, I truly believe that what you said is not only true, but that's, you know, the Bible said that uh, they will know that you are mine because you love one another. And yeah. I think when we get to a place in the kingdom where we love each other, even if we don't speak the same language or we don't look the same or we don't, you know, um, you know, come from the same country, I think that that is when we'll truly be powerful. I'd like to give you the last um, last 10 minutes to just share, and I, and I don't want you to feel as though you have to, uh, you know, give a speech. Maybe that's too long of a time. How about I just say, <laughs> take a couple of minutes, feel free to share anything at all that you'd like to share with, with relation to the book, or maybe it's about your other book or something that you'd like for the listeners to hear. And also tell us a little bit about the Lewis Foundation. Okay, no problem. Um, so I, I really believe that uh, the kingdom of God has the solutions for the world. Um, this is not, it's not a, a wishful thought. This is a reality that I live with, that I believe that the kingdom of God has the solution from from eliminating all of the, the ideas that we have of creating division among ourselves through governance, to leadership, to community living, to education, everything. Because I believe that um, God has equipped us um, as people of his kingdom with the information through his word, how, how to in impact upon all of these different spheres of life, you yeah. know, and if, if it is that we were, we were going to actually, um, you know, see change, God has the solution. His, 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 his ideas for, for humankind is there, you know, he, he wants the best for us. His intention is the best for us. So why not, why not lean that way? Why not 
why why do we want to hold probably to these things these ideas these philosophies that has um created more problems for us than you know a god that is there to actually bring solution now is, is it that you know the entire world is going to change i can only hope the most i can do is do my part <laughs> you know and, you know I, i i'm hoping that the book is one of those tools that is there to Amen. you know to, to help um bring some sort of um influence towards change and um i, I could connect that to to the john lewis foundation um which is one of the, the projects that i'm on right now um so the john lewis foundation was it's actually um a foundation i started in honor of my mom and um my well my sister I had a sister who was supposed to be you know neck and neck with me on this project we started talking about it but she had a she suddenly passed away in 2019 one of my she's one of one of these sisters I have two sisters and she's one of them as close to me to go places as well it's kind of similar to how like how mommy and I was um, yeah. I had that same type of rapport with her and um, she you know she had a, a ailment and she suddenly passed away in 2019 that was another part of you know my whole process of trying to wrap my mind around life, you know, and it's these sudden changes that take place. But um, so the June Lawrence Foundation is, uh, it focuses on education and health. And it's a project that I am embarking on for the community of Valencia where I grew up. And mm-hmm. the, the intention is to help persons um, who are lesser privileged and who have, you know, different challenges financially and otherwise um to be able to get them to a place in their lives where they can be productive and successful individuals um understanding who they are educating them not not just through helping them with their academics um but also helping them to come to terms with who they are as an individual and the fact that life there is so much that they can do and achieve and accomplish in life despite the challenges that they are facing So I'm hoping that you know through the work of the foundation that we'll be able to create this type of change um, in the community, um, you know, through these lives one at a time, you know, mm-hmm. just taking it one step at a time, one life at a time, one community at a time, yeah. you know. So the fund that we work of the foundation, we've had a couple of health fairs in the community, and people were so grateful for it, you know, that we wanted to help them, um, you know, yeah. do blood. Blood pressure testing and cholesterol checks. We did. Uh, um, a dietitian was on site in one of our health fairs, you know, to give them advice as to how to eat and live healthy. Because you know, again, the kingdom is all about it's an all-wrong thing. It's not just about uh, yeah. saving your soul. You know, it, it's it's about your life in its entirety. You Absolutely. know, um, not to tell too much scriptures. Anybody that yeah, the scripture that says that you know, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul yes. prospers, so he he aligns the prospering of your soul and the health of your soul, living righteously and stuff, to even that of you living healthy and and being physically um well and 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 being you know successful in other areas of your life, family or or careers or whatever it might be or endeavors that you might you know might you might pursue as an individual. So we we were really trying to make a, a holistic. Um, approach the life through the foundation and hoping that we really create some change in the community through the Joan Lewis Foundation. You know, it's something I, I'm I'm so excited about. It's a lot of work, 
but I'm really, really just excited about it because I, 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 I'm looking forward to being able to, you know, help somebody come to terms with who they are. Yeah. I love it. Anthony, this has been amazing. It has been a pleasure. And I just will encourage our listeners to just to, to, to remember what the word said. And Anthony, he reiterated it. It says that God wants for us to prosper, even as our souls prosper. And let's remember that the soul is nothing. It's nothing mystical. Let's, let's just simplify it. It's our mind, our will, and our emotions. Yep. So mental health, of course, is important. Our wills, our emotions, all of those things, we need to be in a place of prosperity up here. And when we see what we can have and who we are up here, it'll manifest. It'll manifest. Thank you so much, Anthony, for joining us. It's been a privilege. Again, you can purchase his book, Walk. You Step Differently Knowing Who You Are on Amazon. Um, the ebook is available as well as the paperback. And Anthony also has another book. Here it is called, actually, Anthony, you know it by heart, but here it is, Press, The Spiritual Walk. Is his other book. Is that also available via Amazon? Not as yet. Not as yet. I'm actually doing um, I'm actually doing it all fun until I can get it onto Amazon in time to come. So it's one okay. of those that is in the making. <laughs> okay. Well, you just keep us up to date with when it's available and we'll definitely let our listeners know as well. Um, thank you so much again. We I loved it. I'm sure that um, our producer and our creator also love this. And my my hope and my desires that the listeners hear what has to be said and that they, they go out and get this book because when you know who you are, you will step differently. You will step differently. Um, again, my name is Leslie. It's been a privilege. We hope that you have a wonderful evening and continue to trek with us as we share our experiences and gain insight. Blessings. <laughs>